Welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we're going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian brady Chisana. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Zendesk, the platform where all the action is. Do you need help with customer interactions across phone, chat, email, social media, and any other channel that you can imagine? all coming together in one place. Ask CX Chronicles how Zendesk can help your business today. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana, and this is a CX Weekly Update. So guys, it's been a little while since we've done a CX Weekly. Um, things have been really busy on our end, as always. Um, we've got a bunch of you know awesome podcast episodes with great customer-focused business leaders that you guys have been hearing almost every week. Um, also, we've been doing a ton of work around uh, sprinting to the finish line with our, our, our first book, with CX Chronicles' first book, The Four CX Success Pillars to Grow Your Business Now, The Customer Experience Manager Playbook. And, and the idea here is, guys, as, as, as all of our listeners know, we, we each week all we do is talk about the four CX pillar, teams, tools, process and feedback. And um, after just spending the last two years building our business around these pillars and working with our clients every day on these pillars, and then spending uh, just so much time listening and learning from all these incredible CX business leaders across the world talking about the four pillars, we decided it was about time to put it into a book, right? Put it into a book, uh, put together all the ideas and kind of encapsulate the experiences that I um, was so fortunate to accrue working in New York City for almost 10 years at a, at a variety of different venture capital-backed startups. So look, the book is going to be coming out any day now. Uh, be prepared to hear launch details. You'll be uh, seeing emails. You'll be seeing LinkedIn updates, Instagram updates, Facebook updates, all the fun stuff. So I'm going to need you guys to, to to give me some likes, give me some shares, and, uh, and make sure that everybody knows where they can find the book and where they can find the CX Chronicles podcast. So for this week's show, um, wanted to kind of bring 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 things back to where where we've sort of been going, um, and talk about four ways that customer experience has a direct impact on your bottom line. So number one, establishing a comprehensive customer experience management program for long term revenue impact. So look. It can be really tough depending on what business you're in or, or what type of industry space you're in to think about establishing a strong game plan for a customer experience success. I mean, you can you can go with some of the some of the basic ways of quantifying and, and really sort of measuring your customer expense, uh, net promoter score, an NPS, for example. Customer satisfaction or CSAT scores, for example. These are easy ways that you can at least keep a month over month or a week over week view on how your customer sentiment is stacking up. But 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 taking the time as as customer-focused business leaders within your startup or within your growth-focused company or even within your own small business, uh, it's really important 
to, to, to build out a comprehensive CX management program that allows you to streamline your CX efforts, not only with you, but with your team of people that has to talk to your customers every single day. Thinking about CX values, right? Um, it's not just one thing to talk about with your team or with your staff or, or, or with your business. You know, how are we going to build our CX values? How are we going to build our CX approach? You have to actually do it, right? It's the age old of taking, taking the time to, to not just talk the talk, but actually walk the walk. So as an executive, are you actually taking time to listen to customer phone calls? When is the last time you actually sat down with your team and listened to two customer phone calls? What did this sound like? What did you learn? And what are you going to do about the listening session that you've just experienced? This is really, really important to think about. So when you're thinking about CX values, there's a few ways that we like to kind of think about it at CXC. Number one, just like anything else, right? Any other business plan, any other big business agenda, set a mission and set the core values so that your team, your customers, and your business partners all understand what it is that you find important and what it is that you directly attribute to building out an incredible customer experience. So some examples might include hiring employees specifically for the customer values, right? Are you taking time as a business executive or as a business owner to actually ask customer-centric questions inside of your interviewing, right? Think about how someone's even even going to think about customers before you ever give them an opportunity to come into your business and actually take care of your own customers, right? Number two, training your staff to deliver enhanced experiences. When is the last time you sat down with your team or with your department or even in your own executive boardroom and talked about the customer? Talked about not just the not just the numbers and cents, how much money are we going to make from them, what's the LTV, what's the MR, not just that stuff, not about how, how you're going to get rich. I'm not talking about that. How are you going to actually build a company that lasts, has a sustainable track record, and it's done so by building an incredible experience for every one of your customers? You need to take time to be thinking about how you can do this each and every week. Number three, Building out an everyone-owns CX policy across your business. This is something that I talk about all the time with our clients at CXC and, and, and with all the different business associates that I work with. CX is a team sport. It's a team sport. Simple as that. Doesn't matter. You know, if you don't have sales working with ops and ops working with payments and payments working with accounting and accounting, looping everything back to management and leadership, and you don't have all those different roles on the different field humming together and working together, you're going to be struggling, right? Everybody has been, uh, you know, seeing different examples of companies that hum along seamlessly and companies that are struggling, regardless of the size. Number four. Measuring and linking customer outcomes with employee performance. This is huge, right? Are you actually taking the time to tell your staff members and your employees what are the exact measurements, the, the exact KPIs or key performance indicators that you linked to their performance? And maybe, maybe you even give them a little part of the action for it too, right? Maybe that's something that you can be thinking about in your next OKR, set, OKR setting session. How can we actually make sure that our customers not only feel the incredible um, push from the from the employees that are just focused completely on CX, but how can you incentivize those efforts as well? So what are some ways that you can actually um, execute on everything that we just talked about? Well, number one, focus on building a strong digital presence, right? That's going to make a, a huge impact on your business. 
Number two, be present to make it easy for customers to interact with you on their preferred channels, guys, with their preferred mediums. So whether it's by phone call or whether it's by text message or email or live chat or, or, or social media for that matter. Some customers are more comfortable talking direct on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, whatever, whatever platform you're talking about. Number three, creating compelling content for customers. So I think about this two ways. Content is just the way that humans in the modern world think about and digest information, period. So as a business today, think about the two audiences that you're constantly broadcasting to. Your customer base, number one, and your employee base, number two. Create compelling content for both of those audiences immediately. Number four, offer promotions for new customers and loyalty and referral programs for repeat customers. When is the last time you and your team have stopped to take, a, take, take just a, a few minutes to think about how your referral program works today or to think about how you're rewarding customers for multiple buys? For example, who's the last person that just bought 10 of your products or your services? Have you sent them a note lately? Have you, have you given them something for the 10 buys? Has there been a discount offered? Has there been a round of golf exchange? What, whatever it might be, depending on how your size of the business. But these are things that you want to think about. All right, let's move on to the second way that CX improves your bottom line. So journey mapping for a holistic view of the customer experience. So look, I know I know that we've had a number of episodes in the past where we've actually talked about customer journey maps. Um, I know that we've gotten a bunch of content out there just around basics around customer journey mapping and how can it it can affect your business in a positive way or how it can actually help you to to steer your startup in a, in a better direction earlier on. Um, here's a couple of quick stats uh, according to a report by my customer: sixty seven percent of businesses undertake some form of customer journey mapping. All right, so that's huge, guys. The majority of folks out there are already thinking about customer journey mapping, of which 85% find it to be impactful, right? You're taking the time to go through each one of the steps, taking the time to go through all the nodes. It's going to be helpful for your team. They're going to enjoy the exercise. And 71% of respondents said that the process had led to an increase in customer satisfaction levels. This is massive. Almost three-quarters of the folks that are doing this are seeing a direct impact and how you can make your customer experience better for the future. So there's a, we could go on and on and on about customer journey mapping and how it's so, so helpful. But in short, it's going to help you to measure, prioritize, improve, and innovate on whatever your major customer experiences look like. One quick, one, one quick last thought for you here, guys, too. You can use this for employees as well. If you haven't had had the time yet to get with your talent team or get with your your people team and think about how an employee experience map can work in the same way, you're crazy. It's a super easy exercise. Get a bunch of good notes up on the whiteboard, figure out what it looks like from start to close, and then rinse, wash, and repeat on that. The third way that CX improves your bottom line, predictive analytics helps to understand the customer better. So, okay, there's been a ton of different ideas that we've talked about already about how we can be good CX managers, right? And how we can be better and better and better at, at really sort of owning our part of the business and looking at all of these different uh, things for how we can do a better job for our customer, specifically operational data. So take a few minutes a week or take a few minutes at the beginning of your week to think about how do I actually keep track of all my customer communications? 
Do I know about their preferred products? Do I know about what their basic service requests are? Do I know information, personal information about them? What do my customer notes look like? Do I know where they are? Do I know what they look for? What's the main things that they buy? What's the main things that they sell? How do, how do I develop a holistic customer profile for my team and for myself to be able to work off of? You know, I know for some of our, some of our listeners, obviously you guys are way ahead of the game. You're using uh, a CRM like Salesforce or HubSpot. Maybe you're already using a ticketing solution like Zendesk or Freshdesk or Intercom or any of these other solutions out there that can really help to kind of keep, keep everything in track and, and have a holistic view of your customer profile for the agents that are managing maybe tens, hundreds, thousands of customers in their own individual profiles or, or portfolios. So that's an important thing to think about. And the fourth way that CX improves your bottom line, unifying customer experience management can boost your team's effort, period. So look, there's a major difference between an organization where the entire leadership team, all of the directors, all of the managers are trained in customer experience, trained in customer service, trained in customer salesmanship, and constantly thinking about all the ways that our customers can be uh, just, just, just massive promoters of the business and, and can do nothing but help the business grow just by the way that they talk about you guys, talk about the businesses grow, talk about the services that they provide, talk about how awesome the team is. So this is huge, right? And when, when, the, when the organization that you're building, whether it's a 10-person company, 100-person company, 1,000-person company, they feed off of that. Roll by roll by roll and department by department by, by department, they feed off that. So here's how a unified CX management approach can actually impact your business. First off, there's going to be consistency across the organization to measure CX using the same metrics. So look, sales is going to have different metrics than ops, right? But if you have built-in CX metrics, whether it's MPS, whether it's customer satisfaction, whether it's uh, understanding your issue resolution times or making sure that you're understanding your first point of contact for response for customers, right? All of these different factors can absolutely be applied across the different departments, it's not just a sales thing. It's not just a customer thing. Ops has the same responsibility to be all over their customer management, all over their customer communications, whichever medium that means. And, and, and again, taking the time to spread that, that ownership across the business. Second of all, all of these teams need full visibility across not just their own teams, but the leaders in those areas to make sure that everyone's keeping an eye on these CX metrics. The next thing is thinking about elimination of customer data silos that could potentially hamper productivity. Again, I, I think I've already hit this a few times, but CX ownership needs to be across the entire business. It cannot just be a customer-facing team or a sales team ownership node. It needs to be everybody. Everyone needs to have some skin in the game for taking care of your customers. The next thing you need to think about is better clarity around how customer issues across all product or service lines and channels and segments is going to work. Right? Does sales have a completely different set of SLAs and you know service level agreements where they get back to a customer two hours, but on the operative side of the business or maybe the finance side of the business, you got people taking a week to get back to someone? Think about this. There should be consistency across all of these different channels. And lastly, better informed to improve CX, which would result in satisfied customers. Right, The more we can inform our managers to think about these CX metrics, to think about these CX, these CX themes, 
we're going to create more satisfied customers. And frankly, satisfied customers typically equal satisfied employees as well. People love going to work when they deal with a, a stable full of super happy, super engaged, ready to rock and roll customers. So in conclusion, I hope that these four different ideas are really helpful for you to be able to apply to your business. Think about how the CX uh, focus and the CX work and the CX investments that you make have a direct impact on your bottom line. It's completely worth investing in this and it's completely worth you taking some time to think about how you can improve the CX for your company today. So, look, I hope that this CX Weekly was up uh, the CX Weekly update was helpful for all of you. Do not hesitate to reach out to CX Chronicles if you need help with any of the things that we talked about in this episode for your business today. Um, We'd be thrilled to to, to do a a free CX scorecard assessment, walk through the four CX pillars of team, tools, process, and feedback, and establish a game plan for how your business can get ready to grow into the future through the power of customer experience. Thanks so much for listening to the show today, guys, and have an incredible week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. 